Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Spirit Seeker Magazine is a uh, print and a digital magazine. <clears throat> you can find it in the Midwest uh, and in Florida. In, so you can find it in Chicago, St. Louis, several small towns in between, um, and on both coasts of Florida, in Palm, uh, West Palm Beach, on the East Coast, and then in the Tampa um, <clears throat> excuse me, St. Pete and Clearwater areas on the other coast. We, in addition, attend many, many conferences all over the United States, but um, and we will be at several coming up. So this weekend I will be teaching the Feng Shui Vision Board in Kansas City, and then uh, I will be at several conferences, and uh, there's one coming up in St. Louis, the Internal Spirit um, Expo, and then um, there is also the... Um, UMKC, the end of March, and then there's the um, Body Mind Spirit Expo in Chicago. So you can see all of these uh, conferences, my schedule of events in the um, in this issue, and it is on page 12. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is, is I want to mention that we have an email list. We have a weekly email newsletter that goes out, and in that newsletter, we let you know about other events happening nationwide. Um, the magazine is, has been digital since 1998, so we have readers all across the country. On the radio show, we have listeners from all over. Um, so we give away books, DVDs, CDs, and um, tickets to events. The only uh, way you can be eligible for all of that is if you're on our email list. So do um, do yourself a favor and uh, send in. You can go to the Spirit Seeker website if you want, spiritseeker.com, and there's a join our email newsletter there. Excuse me, or you can send it directly um, to me at info, info, at spiritseeker.com, asking to be added to the email list. We do not sell our list, so it is sacrosanct. And um, then you'll know who the radio show guests are, et cetera. So um, I'm going to bring my guest on in just a moment. The, um, the only other announcements that I do want to make is that we are going to be changing the format of Spirit Seeker Magazine. We will still have the print magazine um, in all of the areas I mentioned, but we are going to expand the digital issues. So if you are in St. Louis and you want to know what's going on, the calendar will be online. We're going to have way more content online, um, and that will be for each of the different cities. Each city will have a different online version um, than the print magazine that goes to all the cities. So it's a little bit different, um, but it, it just feels like the right way to go. I'm not ready to give up the print magazine, so you'll still be able to find that, um, but you will have much more information, which, by the way, the um, astrology each month, which is Vedic astrology, um, is actually on the Spirit Seeker site. We don't, um, it's by a Himalayan man that um, he does it at the very last minute. That's when we get it, and so it goes digital rather than in the print magazine. Okay, so I am delighted to um, bring my guest on. She is my guest the first um, Thursday of each and every month, and her name is Christine Compass. She is an astrologer, um, a very gifted astrologer, and but she works um, with your uh, natal chart, your relationship compatibi- compatibility. Um, she does personal guidance, career guidance, and um, a yearly forecast. She will help you discover your soul's purpose through the stars. Um, she's also very um, knowledgeable in the arena of the moon cycles. So tonight, um, 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring Christine on. So, uh, Christine, are you there? I am, Cindy. Hi. Okay, great. Hi. I know this is our first show of the 2020 year. Um, so yes. thank you. Yeah. So um, so what we're going to do tonight is um, I'm going to turn the mic over to Christine, and she's going to share all about um, – well, I'll let her share. What are you going to share about tonight, Christine? There's a lot going on. <laughs> there is. So I want to touch just briefly. I know we're past January's energy, but it was a doozy. And <laughs> So it was kind of the roughest energy that we will hopefully have this year. So it's kind of, you know, all downhill from here. So that's going to be good. So I want to briefly touch on that and then uh, talk about the the Mercury retrograde coming up, uh, the full moon, lots of things about the full moon that are going on, um, and a couple other things. So I will get into it. Yeah. And then I'll just jump in every once in a while with with whatever I contribute to this um, wonderful dialogue, and then um, and then uh, we will. I, I'm going to give you guys just a couple of feng shui tips on how to handle this energy that Christine's about to describe, and then we're going to do mini readings at the um, the latter part of the show. I also want to mention that um, Christine is my guest tonight, but. Um, she is also going to be my guest at the end of this month. We're going to do the um, March astrology um, the last Thursday of this month because I am um, at a conference uh, when the other um, – I'm in Chicago teaching, and then there's a conference. So we, Christine and I will both be back on the air again on February 27th, giving you the scoop for March. Okay, so let's hear about 2020 and why it has been intense. So let's 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 hear your wisdom. Okay, I'm yes. ready. Thank you. And I, you know, I touched on this on our, you know, talking back in October, November, and December that you know we were really going to have this intense energy in January because we have this Saturn Pluto conjunction that happened on January 12th. Um, but where I feel like the energy, and I think I even, I know I said this to some of my clients, like to really look for January 26th is kind of like the culmination of a lot of things. And, you know, I wasn't even really paying attention, but then, you know, January 26th was the day of the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash and all of the people losing their lives in that crash. And wow. so, yeah, and I, with the Saturn Pluto energy, it's restructuring, it's it's looking deep within ourselves and, you know, leading up to this energy where I really felt it was going and what I kind of hoped it was going was this sort of heart felt heart centered revolution. And, you know, that, that helicopter crash, whether you pay attention to sports or even know anything about it, I feel like kind of touched all of us in the heart. We just all felt a little sad, um, and, and felt it in our heart. Like, I don't I don't know about you, but I just kind of felt this pulling and this tug at my heart, and it kind of reminded all of us that we do. We are heartfelt beings. We have this empathy. We have this relatability to, you know, care about people who we've never even met or have any impact on our lives. Yeah. Um, See, my, my kids are, uh, all three of them were, ba- um, well, I should say are, because my daughter still plays basketball, um, and she coaches college-level ball, and, but they all were, you know, my older kids are in their early 30s, and um, the, when, the, I mean, Kobe was their hero, I mean, that, he was, yeah. I mean, he was seven, 17 and on, um, you know, the NBA, I mean, it was just, like, unheard of, you know, and he was an inspiration to so many, and then was just, rat, you know, ramping up with his retirement and doing even more good works, I mean, the man had so many talents, he could play the piano, he, 
I mean, he just went, like, he walked in with a full symphony orchestra and recorded the song in 20 minutes and just said thank you and walked right back out. I mean, that's how he did his yeah. life. It was just, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. The whole nation felt it, and the whole world. He's from Italy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so it really tugged at all of our hearts and just sort of, I think, brought us back to, you know, this heart-centered space of, wow, you know, we are all so connected. And I think, you know, again, that's why I was kind of hoping that this energy would go. I was hoping it wouldn't be something like, you know, we get involved in a war or something, you know, negatively dramatic. But, um, you know, this is really calling all of us to restructure our lives in love. And, you know, that includes how we look at ourselves. And so, you know, we're really sort of looking at even like the disinvited parts of ourselves. And we have to find this compassion for ourselves and for everyone in our life and invite those parts back that maybe we don't like about ourselves or we don't really want to pay attention to as much. But we need to approach those parts of ourselves now with love and compassion and see that you know, it's going to require us looking at those parts of ourselves to really be a whole person. Um, so this whole Saturn-Pluto restructuring phase that we're in, so, you know, it, it, it went exact at, on January 12th. Um, so, you know, we've kind of been feeling it for the six months leading up to that, and we'll we continue to feel this for the six months after it. Um, and I feel like it's just really like I said, really pushing us into this love heart-centered space where we're able to finally look at, you know, we're able, it's like we know we needed to change for a long time and we just haven't really wanted to or known how to go about it. And now we're finally looking at it and taking our responsibility and owning, you know, looking at it with this self-awareness and being able to own our own part of this healing and this, this work that we need to do to really move ourselves forward Um, well and and what about all the stuff in capricorn what was it five of the nine planets were in capricorn front end of january this new year yeah so there are there was four (laughs) planets the sun and also ceres as an asteroid that's like this mothering energy all in capricorn um you're right five yeah because there's the nodes too so all of these things, I have this chart in front of me, all hitting, you know, Saturn and Pluto hit at 22 Capricorn, and everything else is kind of right in the line there, at, you know, starting from 20 to 21 to 23 Capricorn. And so all of this intense energy is happening right there in Capricorn. Um, and so it's almost like there's kind of like this hammering of all of these um planets right there you know we've got mercury which is like our thinking and our in the messenger we've got pluto which is this deep shadow work saturn is the ultimate like restructuring the carpenter the builder um the sun is you know our who we are that's our our personality and our um you know our makeup and then we have jupiter there as well um jupiter is a little bit further back jupiter was at nine degrees capricorn but Jupiter is, is transiting Capricorn this whole year, bringing about expansion in all of this area as well. So, you know, there is an intense, and then Capricorn as a sign is ruled by Saturn and is all about restructuring. So at January, energy was just a whole compounding of all of these things and sort of this awakening within ourselves of, okay, I I know I needed to change, but now I am actually changing because it just doesn't work anymore. 
<laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> yes. And well, and, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, so I was just gonna. So all of that's going on in Capricorn. Opposite of Capricorn is Cancer, and we had, um, you know, eclipses that were on the Capricorn Cancer uh, axis, and so. You know, for for everybody, you can you can actually look at where this is hitting you specifically. If you if you know how to read your chart at all, you can look and see where 22 degrees Capricorn is, and that's where all of this major, like hammering of all these things is at. But if you actually look across from it at 22 Cancer, um, you know that's an area of your life where things are probably, you know, also seeing as much change, but going through a little bit more of a pleasant sort of rising experience rather than a challenging, you know, kind of make it work sort of experience. <laughs> it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's just <laughs> we're on this learning curve. And, you know, with the moon, we have two supermoons coming up. Like there's a supermoon yeah. this weekend, and then in March there's a supermoon. I mean, this is, this is like get ready, bam. <laughs> right. Oh, and this. Uh, this moon. So let's talk about the the full moon coming up because it's it's a full moon in the sign of Leo, and Leo is a sign that's ruled by the sun. So whenever we we're having a full moon in in the sun, so it's like all of the the full moon energy is like amplified when it's the Leo energy, um, and Leo is the creator. It is the lover, the heart energy. So here we here we just had all of this sort of major transits really pushing us to open up to our heart, to open up to compassion, to open up and and really approach these things in our life. And now we have this full moon in Leo that is again this heart centered sign that wants that wants us to be full of love and full of creative, passionate energy. And so it's really like, okay, you're right you said you're ready to change. You you have that energy that you want to change. Bam, here's this full moon. It's going to push you into your passion. It's going to push you into, you know, this creative action of where you want to go. Uh, you know, I there's just so many things going on with this full moon. We have Mars that is also in a favorable trine with the moon. Um, and Mars is the planet of our, you know, motivation and desire. And so it's really, it's heightening all of the, sort of fire energy of the Leo full moon as well, really heightening our drive and our willpower and and really fostering this completely, you know, fearless approach. You know, you can't be in love and be in fear. You know, it's really kind of one or the other. <laughs> and right. so this is right. totally pushing us out of our fear, out of our limiting beliefs and, you know, pushing us to take this fearless, love-centered action that we need in our lives right now. Well, and, you know, we're in the sun sign of Aquarius. So, and Aquarius is all about, you know, oh, we all need to get along together and we're all connected and it's this, you know, this whole thing of um, we are one. And so then you've got the Leo, though, saying, wait a minute, 
it's all about letting your light shine. So it's almost like opposing forces in a little bit of a way, um, you know, because, you know, here we are. We were, we're expressing individually, but then we are coming together collectively, you know, because Aquarians are always like, the, the, it's just lighter. Like, But I thought the energy would be lighter when we moved into Aquarius, but it really has not lightened up that much. It's because it's so intense. It is so intense, and it's, you know, I, I'm an Aquarius, and I will say oh, that I, I was kind of like, oh, I, I was like waiting. I was like, oh, you know, we'll get through all this Capricorn stuff, and it'll be done. No, it's, you know, it's kind of lingering around, and I feel like even, like, like I'm, I'm working on my house right now getting ready to sell, and we started it in January, and we're supposed to be done with it by the end of January, and now it's like, yeah, we're not going to be done with this till the end of February, and we're just working and working and working. But it's it's this busy sort of like okay, but we're we're getting there. We're we're making a difference. We're making progress. It's still challenging. It hasn't totally lightened up, but you know you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Of this is all going right. to make a difference. <laughs> well, and it does. And you know this. This uh, we are all one versus I need to shine my light, you know, and then also releasing that house and moving into your new life with your um, fiance. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of completions and new beginnings. So that's and it's also going from an, you know, individual to a we and um, and it's just a lot. Anytime, you know, in the, in the housing thing right now, this this is spring market. I mean, February People think spring's March or April, but not for real estate. People start in February really like, okay, we're ready, and we want to get moved by this date. And so you're right on the right um, track with everything that you're doing there. Uh, um, <clears throat> I do want to talk about the Mars. It's okay. So I and I, and you probably touched on this, but it's trying to the moon and sex out to the sun, and you know all this stuff more than I do. But Mars, is is it, beca- is it because Mars is in fiery Sagittarius that we're just like, let's get this done now? Like, we can't get it done fast yeah. enough right now. I mean, okay. Mar- Mars is, is the planet of motivation and, and drive on its own. But, yes, it's in a fire sign, and then it's, you know, in this good relationship with the moon, which is in a fire sign. So it is, like, totally heightened fire action energy right now. Um, and it's really, it's, I think all of it is, is this heightened energy. That's what's going to really push us past our fears and push us past these longstanding limiting beliefs. These limiting beliefs, we've been seeing past them and, and seeing that, that they aren't going to work for us for a while. But we still haven't really taken the action to actually change the underlying things that will change these beliefs in our mind. And so... I feel like this this Mars energy is like, okay, we're going to really, like, fire it up and go deep, and we're going to actually take all of these deep changes and and make some big moves. I I I get it I get it, and it's like you know it just it just feels like I was fired out of a rocket. I mean that's just how January has felt. It and also we're not going to talk in depth, but with the political stuff going on, you know a lot of people are like I'm not political. I'm not. And I'm like you're still being affected by it. 
You know, there's right. no way we're not. And and it's global. I mean, Brexit just happened. I mean, that's done. It's like they have to pick up the pieces and figure out how they're going to put it back together again. And, I mean, there's just a lot of change all over the planet right now. Um, and they call this the snow moon, the snowfall moon. Um, that's the Native American name for it. And, so, you know, so we're going to have a lot of infusion of light, and especially with it being in, in the sun sign Leo, it's just – you know, I mean, the, the, I, I'm in a meditation group with um, people from India, and the full moon, according to the Hindus, is the most powerful time to change your life and to use that light to guide you. And so Absolutely. it's a very auspicious time for, for manifesting, you know. And we do we do our Vasa Yoga meditation. I'm in Kansas City this weekend, but I'll be um, doing a full moon fire ceremony, you know, at the house where I'm staying but um, but I you know Christine you work with the moon I work with the moon I I I look at the moon cycles for for all of you listening is very similar to feng shui. In feng shui we have a saying, love it, use it, or lose it. And that's really yeah. when we are when we're present with our life, <clears throat> we can look around and maybe we we have like you know for me it's really challenging with all of the books that come in books and CDs and, you know, like, you know, as fast as I let 10 books go, there will be 15 more that come in. And so I'm constantly, you know, recycling, donating, you know, um, whatever. But when you look at the moon cycles, like new moon is when there's just this little sliver of new moon. And that's when you set your intentions because you're saying what you want to manifest. And full moon, you're kind of looking at it, you're like, okay, my plate is full, my moon is full, um, and I'm going to have you jump in, Christine, and say your part on this. But, but the full moon lights the way for, okay, what do I want in my life? Or what do I need to let go of to have what I want in my life? Excuse yeah. me, and that's that whole feng shui. Let it go. If it doesn't make you happy, just because someone gave it to you 30 years ago, good Lord, get rid of it. Update yourself. And that's where the fun begins. Yeah. And I totally agree. I mean, the moon, following the moon cycles is, that's, that's how, um, you know, I kind of got started with astrology. That's one of the first things I really started tracking and paying attention to was just the moon cycles. Because the moon moves through each of the zodiac signs like every two-ish days. So you can, and it, the moon rules our emotional side. So you can kind of very clearly start to see how, each zodiac sign, you know, presents in your own life by paying attention to the moon. Like today, the moon is in Cancer, leading up to this Leo full moon. And cancer, the moon actually is the ruler of Cancer, and cancer is why Cancer is one of the most emotional signs. And so right now, we are starting to feel all of the emotion that is really, you know, going to be the, the catapulting feelings that are going to cause us to take action, you know, in two days when we hit the full moon in Leo. And so, you know, really paying attention to those moon cycles and starting to track, you know, if you journal, it's really good to keep note of, you know, where, you know, not only if it's a, you know, full moon, quarter moon, new moon, you know, but if you can look up what sign the moon is in and start paying attention to that, it's so powerful to work with that kind of manifesting energy in your life and just to start understanding it and see, you know, how how those cycles are playing out in your life. Well, and I'm the um, the emotional cancer here. 
Yes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So we have the Aquarius, the innovator. You know, I, I have so many Aquarius friends because I just love them because they think outside the box and they're not afraid to be different. And they're, you know, they're just, and they're humanitarians, you know. So that goes really well with cancers, I think. Um, you know, yeah. because we always want to, like, you know, make everybody, like, nurtured and, you know, all of that. But, um, okay, so we're then we're going to have Valentine's Day and then we have this Mercury thing about to happen right after that. So let's talk about how we can yes. best use the Mercury retrograde for all of our soul growth. So um, so Mercury, first of all, there's kind of, so we hit the actual Mercury retrograde on, on the 16th. But right now, so we entered the Mercury retrograde shadow period on February 2nd. And, you know, if you are kind of looking at Mercury itself, um, you know, the the shadow period is always, you know, kind of where we learn something and, you know, some sort of lesson will come about in our life. And then once we get into the actual retrograde period, you know, that is when the planet is, you know, appearing to move backwards. But basically it's like the shadow period is starting at 28 degrees Aquarius. And then Mercury is moving along, moving along until it hits, uh, 12 degrees Pisces and then it's going to turn retrograde and that's going to be on the 16th and it's going to you know seemingly kind of move backwards through those first you know 12 degrees of Pisces back into Aquarius so I say the degrees because if you like I said if you have your chart if you know a little bit about it you can actually look up where that 28 degrees Aquarius to 12 degrees Pisces is and see what house and sign or sign see what house that falls in for you and that'll kind of give you a little bit more insight into where this where the lesson for this retrograde is is hitting for you um but we you know we learn something and then during the retrograde it's almost like we get tested on whatever that lesson was to see like did you did you really learn it <laughs> and <laughs> And it's right. kind of like that lesson comes up or that review kind of comes up and it's either, you know, either we haven't fully learned our lesson and then something happens during the retrograde and we kind of see a little bit clearer, like, oh, okay, that's why I really do need to make that change or, or, you know, do things differently in this area. And then Mercury will start moving direct again on March 9th. Um, so that's technically when the, the retrograde period ends, but then, so there's a two week pre shadow and a two week post shadow. And so during the post shadow phase, it's kind of like, we'll get, we'll get tested again. So we can, you know, kind of really solidify. And I feel like, you know, regardless of whether you, you know, seemingly like kind of learn from that lesson the first time or not you know, that it's really just sort of trying to solidify the lesson to you. Now, during that shadow two-week period from the 9th um, to the 29th, we get this second sort of test in it. And I feel like that's sort of the, the phase of, okay, if you've really learned it and you can really make a different decision and go in a different direction, that will really solidify that lesson and you will be done with it. And then, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> so basically we have the three, I'm sorry, I jumped in. So in case you're confused, 
So we have um, Mercury going retrograde in Pisces on Sunday, February 16th. And then it's going to sit there until March 9th. So what you want to look at is during these retrograde periods, it's, it, you know, you don't really start a lot of new things. You kind of slow it down and you look at your, at your life. So it's a time um, where you want to be a little more careful with speaking, writing, creating uh, contracts. This would be a time to maybe explore it, but not necessarily solidify it. And then Pisces, you have to look at the qualities of Pisces. So this is the time, and this is what I have been saying over and over. We're in a four-year. 2020 is a four-year, and four years is all about unity and coming together. And right now, mm-hmm. we have one of the most polarized situations in our country that we've ever had. So the trick to this is to um, Pisces is all about being highly compassionate. It's a very spiritual sign. It's a very emotional, intuitive sign. Almost all Pisces have some uh, psychic gifts. And it's also a creative time. So this is where we would revisit and rethink uh, things about those issues in our lives. And that's right on the tail of what you know Christine was talking about with the relationship part. This is not a time to sit on the sidelines. This is a time to say, okay, where, and you know, and I, I, there's a there's a there's a thing in the Jewish faith when it's uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and I just love this where there's a querying. It's the the new year, and you do the querying. Where could I have been kinder to someone? Where could I have been more compassionate? Where could I have you know been more generous? And so this is the time where you look at this. You're like you're looking in, at this three week period, going deeper, so that you can then move forward. Um, and I, and I've never really heard christine so i'm grateful to you about that shadow period afterwards but it makes sense you go deeper and then you're still kind of in it but you're coming out of it and that's where you can really um and and, but but i just do want to mention pisces because of the spiritual and intuitive nature of it you may feel a little bit floaty you might be like whoa i'm out there so that's a time to get body work it's a time to be in water because pisces is a water sign um, and you need to flow with the energy. So maybe, you know, take more baths, just soak, and then when you let the water out, just envision releasing all of the um, the old stuff that you want, no, you know, that you don't want to carry forward. Does that make sense, Christine? Did I explain that okay? That, that was a perfect, yes, that was a perfect okay. summary and, and explanation. So, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so... But, yeah, but then once we move forward, I have just never heard – I really am grateful totally for how you explain that about, you know, there's that shadow period because people just forget, oh, Mercury's direct. Let's go. Yeah, but there is that that two weeks afterwards where it's still – like I said, there's pre- and post-shadow where we're kind of leading into it. And I've been – I don't know, like in my life I've noticed that I actually – I can tell – when I'm being tested like a, like a second time in that shadow period without fail. And every time I'll be paying attention because I know about it and I'll be like, Oh, I already learned this lesson. I'm going to take a new direction and I'll get, you know, I'll get maybe a little too cocky sometimes, but, (laughs) but it makes sense. So we need to use this fire energy right now and just really like, uh, (laughs) you know, capitalize on it before we go retrograde. And then, so we've got till basically what till February sixteenth. So what's so we got ten days to just really like, you know, let ourselves shine and use this moon energy and use the Aquarius new newness, new action, new uh, new ways of looking at things, and um, and then it's going to slow down. But we've got this great 
um, opportunity, you know, to really do more self-love and love of our and be compassionate toward our fellow beings. Yeah, and I, you know, so just a few notes on the Leo Numa or the full moon. Um, you know, it's a great time. Do something courageous. Do something, you know, rooted in self-love. It's a good time for sort of intentionally self-promoting yourself. You know, be your own PR agent and put yourself out there. Um, you know, it's a creative time, and so it's a great time for making new creative projects. Or, you know, if you're trying to start a family, it's, I mean, creation energy is there. So it's a great time for that. And, you know, within all of this, Leo also rules the heart. So, you know, we're approaching Valentine's Day, and it's really this time to visualize, um, you know, your soulmate, visualize that love that you want and keep your heart open to love right now. And doing it in a more compassionate, gentle way. Like, you know, you can yeah. use that, use this, you know, use this beautiful right after we've had Valentine's Day to like really anchor it in and do love in a different way. You know, it's, it's, it's really powerful when you, work with the, the, you know, the different moon cycles along with the astrology. Um, I, I just love that. Christine and I both teach vision boards, and we both like to, yeah. to work with the moon. I mean, that's why I'm going to Kansas City. I'm, um, I, this will be my uh, second vision, feng shui vision board group. I had 35 in my first one and then in St. Louis, and then I'm in Kansas City. But then I have to hightail it right back. I have clients, um, private clients, and then I hightail it back. I have two real estate clients, and one I know is going to be writing a contract that night. So it's kind of like, okie dokie. Yeah. (laughs) But there's going to be a fast train. They just got it approved. It's normally, for for listeners that are like, we're not in the Midwest, we don't know. Well, it's three hours, and it's a boring, boring, boring drive between St. Louis and um, Kansas City. They are, they just approved this fast train that we can go between these two cities in 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be revolutionary. It was just announced today. Can you imagine? I know. And if this starts, then hopefully we'll have even more cities that are, I mean, because our train systems are really pretty whacked in our country. So this would be just a wonderful, we'll start to feel more like Europe. But, okay, so just a couple tips with feng shui before we start to do the readings. You know, we're we're moving into this the spring energy. Yes, it's still February. Yes, it's a winter moon. All of that good stuff. But this is a really good time, especially when Mercury is retrograde, to slow it down and retreat and, you know, finish things. So it's a really good time to to go through your drawers. I know it sounds funny, but to to do the deeper like your closet work, your drawer work. Um, and if you're single and you're wanting to be in a relationship, I'm going to give you just a few romance tips since we do, um, you know, we, we have this whole love thing going on um, with Leo and Valentine's Day. So you want to look in your bedroom and you want to look and see, do you have two nightstands? Do you have, and a lot of times people that are single only have one. Why would they need two? Well, you know what? How about if you start thinking about someone else being there with you? And so, um, but, you know, and, you know, Nate Burkus, bless his heart, gave us all permission to, like, not have everything match. And I love that about Nate. But, you know, so you can have two different nightstands, but you cannot have two different heights because whoever has the higher nightstand will have more power in the relationship. And you don't oh. want one with a big, big, oh, yes. And you don't want one with a big surface and the other person only gets a little tiny surface. And you you never want to have one person with a reading light and the other one doesn't get a reading light. So there's this all this thing. So you want to start really looking at your space. And, 
you know, is it is it if you're a woman, is it too feminine? Would a man feel comfortable in this room? Because some some women go a little too, you know, well, it, it, everyone to their taste. But you want to start thinking, would a would a man feel comfortable in this room? You know, and and you want to look at textures. This is this is a really big thing in feng shui. Is the lighting is important? The colors are important, but also does it feel good? Does it smell good? Does it look good? And when we do interior design work, a lot of times we actually pick out the bedspread <clears throat> and the pillows before we pick out the wall colors. Because otherwise you're struggling and struggling trying to find a paint color to match the, um, or, or I'm, I'm sorry, you're trying to find a bedspread or, or comforter to match the paint color that you painted the walls. It's much easier to find what you want on your bed, which is the focal point, you know, in many ways of the bedroom, and then you pick out your paint colors. So it's kind of the backwards of the way most people do it. And <clears throat> excuse me. And then you want to clear a drawer out so that there's room for a person if they were staying for a weekend to put their belongings in a drawer. You want to take your closet and not have it stuffed full. If your closet is stuffed full, there's no room for opportunities to come your way. So, and especially in the area of romance. So by lightening up your closet, you will automatically lighten up your physical being. I've had clients who have cleared out their closet and five bags of clothes leave and the next thing you know they've dropped 10 pounds because it's it's really a time to just lighten things up um and then the only other things i want to mention are if you have pictures of single women in your bedroom not a good idea if you have pictures of mom and dad trust me i see it all the time where they're on but those are my parents i'm honoring them yeah um how's your how's your love life how's your intimacy like you know you don't want a gallery of pictures of your kids or your parents watching you i mean it's just no so the bedrooms a there are two relationship corners in feng shui one is the virtual the the real relationship corner one of the nine areas and if you're standing at the front of your house and you play tic-tac-toe with your house you have, you know, three squares in the back, three in the middle, three at the front where you're standing. And that back row, that far right-hand corner, is the relationship corner. However, your bedroom, your master bedroom where you're sleeping, becomes a secondary relationship uh, room. So you really want to make it, you know, where you put a couple of hearts or you put a pair of intertwined lovers or you put some kind of artwork that has, you know, brings in the love vibration. If you put single women pictures in there, you're not going to attract your mate. It just will not happen. And at one time I had so many single women pictures. I don't know where they all came from. People give me things. I'm so blessed that I know it. But it's like, you know, I actually, you know, I only have like two now. I've I've let the rest all go. I've given them to other people that you know are maybe working on being, you know, powerful and being a woman. But but the relationship area, your your bedroom, you just want it to feel really good. So it's a good time to update it. Um, anything you want to add, Christine, about love? Anything with this love, Leo, and Valentine's thing we have before we do readings? Uh, well, I just want to mention, I think that's so great what you said about the nightstands because I, right before, like a couple months before I met my fiance, I literally revamped my bedroom and I didn't have two nightstands. So I got two nightstands. I, I uh, remodeled them myself, kind of painted them and, and, you know, refurbished them. And I was just thinking about it and I'm like 99% sure that they are the same height. 
And it made me feel so much better when I got these two nightstands on each side and I felt even. I got two lamps, one for each side. And then, right. you know, shortly after that was when I met my fiance. So I feel like that is such It's a, because you envisioned. So right. It's in the, it's the yin and the yang and the masculine and the feminine. And, the yeah, the whole, it's all energy. All of this is energy. And the minute you get yeah. that. You know, where your attention goes, the energy flows. So where your attention went was, you know what, I want two nightstands. Oh, you know what, I think both of us should have a lamp. You know, you you were consciously, or whether you realized it or not, you were calling it in. You were co-creating with the universe, which is really what all of this is about. And that's why less is more. You know, when we have too much in our closet, we have too much in our drawers, there's no room for newness to come in. So, you know, I'm not saying be an ascetic, you know, but, but, but really, it's really less is more. And it's interesting when people have collections of things, I, the feng shui wisdom is to only put a few things out at one time, like rotate them. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. because when you put all of them out, people don't see them. And I guarantee you, if you will do this pack, like I have so many Buddhas and, they're not going with me when I move. I'm I'm giving some away, and I'm my friend wants to do a virtual uh, Cindy Meyer stuff. On. She says, well, "Let's do a spirit seeker spiritual stuff." You've got more stuff in your house than I've ever seen in one place, and I do, but I rotate it, you know. And but I'll put something out, and they're like, "I've never seen that." I'm like, "Oh, I've had it for 25 years. I just moved it to a new place." So that's this is the next thing, my final thing, and then we'll start the readings. Is if you want to change your life. Go to, you know, just change nine things, move nine things around, artwork, you know, with intention, with intention. So if you're working with the love frequency, work with that back right-hand corner and then also work with your bedroom. And maybe it's in there. I mean, sometimes, you know, the relationship corner is where the bedroom is. So that's even, you know, that's lovely too. But, But be conscious. And then one final thing is you can work with the relationship corner of every single room in your house. If that's really what you're going toward, then work with that right backhand corner of every single room so that whenever you walk into a room, you're like, I know my partner's coming. I know my partner's coming. I can feel my partner coming. I can see it. I can visualize it. I can, you know, I'm not going to go any further, you know, with your imagination. But, um, but yeah, so that's another thing. So a lot of times people are missing an area. They're like, oh, my God, I don't even have a relationship area. That's especially when you would want to amplify it in, um, in as many areas as you can. All right, yeah. so we're going to do our final plug before we do readings. Christine has um, an offering you wanted to offer tonight. Yes, I did. I wanted to just let everybody, you know, I really appreciate your listeners. I've done, you know, several readings over the last few months for a lot of listeners on the show. And so since this is sort of this Leo creative love energy, I wanted to put out a special uh, coupon code that people can use. So if you go to my website, christinecompass.com, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, compass, C-O-M-P-A-S, only one S on compass. Um, and book an appointment with me, you can put in the promotional code Cindy Meyer, so it's just Cindy's name, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R, and get 15% off a reading with me. And, um, you know, we can book a reading, look at where all this Saturn-Pluto energy is heading for you and see, you know, where this year is taking you and really kind of get an idea and get you some clarity on how to move forward and create this year. Oh, that's awesome, Christine. Um, she's very knowledgeable, as you all can hear, so that's really a sweet gift. Thank you. Um, the only announcement I have, really, is that I will be at, like, five conferences in the next two and a half months. Um, so if you're in Chicago, Kansas City, um, St. Louis, 
or um, um, Tampa in coming up. Um, I'll be at all of those. And then I Spirit Seeker is starting a Spirit Seeker Academy, which will be an online. Um, yes, it will be an online um, uh, teaching institution. So I like this Feng Shui Vision Board that you know I've been teaching for 13 years now. Um, Spirit told me to take it on the road last year. So I only taught it in St. Louis for 13 years. Well, I taught it in 13 different cities last year. And it's starting to turn out that that's how this year is going to look too. But I'm going to be creating a virtual um, Feng Shui vision board. So you will be with me. You'll be creating from wherever you are. And then the other thing that I'm starting to offer are virtual psychic parties. So you will get your friends together, and you will have your party, but instead of the psychic being in the room with you, I will be on the phone with you. So you'll have your friends all get together, and then there will be a a space that you set up, like in a separate room, and when it's the next person's turn, they just come in, and then they get a reading with Cindy Meyer, and then you can all talk about your readings. I've wanted to do this forever, and I'm just launching it. So that's so cool. Well, it's the way I started doing phone readings. I was like, okay, God, this is great that I can do this, but I want to help people anywhere in the world. Well, the next, I'm not kidding. Within one month, I had 10 cities. It was just like, but you know, that's the creating with the universe. And so now I'm like, I love doing parties. I do. I just love doing parties. And it's like, why not a virtual party? So I've already, you know, it's, it's opening up and it's fun. And then, you know, you know how it is. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so those are the only announcements. And then once again, info at spiritseeker.com or just go to the Spirit Seeker site and sign up for the email newsletter. And I've already looked at my emails just a minute ago. It beep, beep, beep. So some of you have already done it. So thank you. All right. So this is what we're going to do. We have a lot of people on the call tonight and we have um, until eight o'clock. And so we are going to do short, fast mini readings. If you so you only get one question. You can't say, am I going to move? Am I going to get a new job? And how about a new boyfriend? Nope, nope, nope. You get, so this will also help you getting clear, you know, and working with this full moon energy this, um, this weekend. So um, I'm going to say the area code um, and the first three digits, and then I'm, uh, I'm going to say I'm bringing you on the air. So then you're going to say your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, and then Christine and I, or one of us, both of us, it depends how this goes, um, will give you a reading. All right, so we are going to start with um, area code 650815. You are live on the air. Hi, thanks for taking my call. My name is Dara. I'm calling from California. Okay. Hi, Dara. What's your question tonight? So my question is, I will be putting my house on the market, probably the... um, uh, end of February, early March, and I know it's re- Mercury retrograde, but I'm not concerned. I'm 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 a huge believer in the energy you put out there. And Rick Levine, the famous astrologer, says, "Don't don't sweat about it. It you know you can't stop your life." And um, <laughs> you know, but see, you've already you going, already you yeah. Were, yeah you already have the plan. So it's right. just you don't yeah. yeah. So you're you're on track. Yeah. You're fine with it. So so what is the question? right grid? So the question is what you what you guys see uh, regarding an offer. Um, I'm hoping, obviously, to get an offer soon, and just wondering what you see psychically. You, I pull cards on this, and you have Goddess Lakshmi saying, "Money, money, money. Stop worrying. Everything's going to be okay." But mm-hmm. the one thing, um, um, the, the 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 next thing that I am hearing is you need to um, not need. It would be suggested that you. Uh, call on your angels 
Okay. I so always the, do. <laughs> yeah. So just call mm-hmm. them on and just call in the angel mm-hmm. that helps. Um, you know, it's kind of like you know burying Saint Joseph <laughs> upside down or whatever. You know, in the yard. Um, there's mm-hmm. some kind of some kind of. Hmm. You have segment here, which is courage and strength or anger and rage. Um, did you did you start to put your house on the market and then you changed your mind and now you're back to it? I actually had it on the market um, last year and it didn't sell. And so I took it off the market, you know, and did some sprucing up and I think it looks fabulous. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty particular just that there were a couple of it's one thing I was putting off just because it wasn't practical to do it. Um, and But since I had pulled it off, I had the time and I, you know, um, redid some floors and it looks fabulous. And I, I'm pretty confident that the house is in really I good shape. I think you're going to get a contract very be. soon. Yeah. I mean, every yeah. card here is showing. The only mm-hmm. thing was that you were a little bit annoyed last time. And so I would release yeah. that and, just, and thank yeah. the universe. So I'm going to give you a feng shui trip, uh, trick really fast. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so okay. in that nine areas, and any of you that want me to send you a feng shui um, bagua or grid is what it's called, um, just send an email mm-hmm. to me. Um, info, you can either do info at spiritseeker.com or info at cindymeyer.com, um, and I will be happy to send you um, a bagua. But right now, imagine the tic-tac-toe. You're standing at the front of your house. You've got the front mm-hmm. three squares. That right-hand square is helpful people in travel. So I would suggest that you get a red folder, and in that folder you put a sheet of paper. I, I put your name, Dar- it's Daria, right? Um, um, put your name. And then now manifest the perfect buyer for my home located at, and put the address in, and they are willing to pay my asking price of or higher because I hear that you might have a, two contracts going back and forth, and I think you're going to sell it for more than you think. And then you sign it, and, and I'm willing to receive this or something better. And then you sign it and date it, put it in the red folder, which is fire energy this way. Chinese restaurants have red doors. Um, and then you put it in mm-hmm. somewhere in that in that part of the house. Now, if it's not... If, if it's not convenient, if it's a garage or something, then you can put it on, even on the corner of your desk. But that will, mm-hmm. you're saying to the universe, I'm ready, I'm ready to release it, I know someone's going to love it just as much as me, and I'm re- ready to have it now. Okay? Sounds good. Okay, so the red red corner on the first floor? Uh, um, it I doesn't mean, the, matter. The right corner oh, of the first floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as above, so below. So helpful people in okay. travel on your main level. If you look up, it's helpful people in travel on whatever's up above it and below it. It's the okay. same. You take the same bog okay. grid. It doesn't matter, okay, okay because it's easier yeah. to do on, upstairs. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay, well, good luck, and thanks for calling tonight. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. So, Christina, I'm going to let you take the next person. Um, we are going to area code 205-675. You're live on the air. Hi, ladies. Thank you for taking my call. How are you both doing? Good. What's your name? My name is Patricia. I'm calling from Alabama. And um, is it okay to ask for a general? Whatever you want Uh, to ask. Oh, okay. Well, may I have a general, please? Thank you. So you just want, in general, whatever whatever Christine sees for you. Okay. All right. Yes. For this year, for the new year. So really for this new year, you want to dive deep into your heart. 
and trying to figure out what do you truly desire and not necessarily, you know, we, a lot of times we manifest our desires into um, needs that we don't really need. Like, okay, I, I want a new car, so I'm going to pretend that I need a new car, but I don't really need a new car. So get really clear with yourself on what you, what your heart really desires, you know, come, come at it from a place of wholeness. You know, when you understand that you are very whole within yourself and you don't really need anything outside of yourself, then what is it that your soul truly desires? What is it that brings you passion and joy and makes you light up inside? I think that's what this year is really about, is getting clear on that vision and then being able to take those steps to manifest that vision. Um, you know, is there anything that you know is your is your passion that you really want to go towards? Or are you still kind of working on figuring that vision? Um, well, the nursing is something that is really passionate to me. Um, I will be starting up the program um, in the summer. So um, that. That sounds amazing, and exactly, you know, that is a field of of compassion, and you are being called to that. We're all being called to this deeper heart purpose right now. So I think that that sounds like a really good path to go towards, and you will definitely have, you know, success and find this. You know, nursing is not an easy field, so you really do have to have this passion for it, which it sounds like you will be able to discover that and really dig deep and and find that deep joy within yourself when you follow that path. Yeah, yeah Patricia, I, I pulled the card, expect the best, and um, and I am a nurse. Uh, you know, that's what uh-huh. started my career. Yeah, and I knew yeah. from the time I was very little that I wanted to be a nurse, and then I was led more toward the holistic arena, but I walk in both worlds, you know, and, but nursing is one of the most rewarding professions. Um, if you have, if you hear that calling, so it feels very much in, in alignment with, um, with you right now. So it's, but expect the best, just always expect the best and you'll, you know, what we focus on expands. So good luck. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Feels totally right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, that is so sweet. Okay, we are going to go, now go to nine five four nine two one. You are live on the air. Nine five four nine two one. Hi, this is Mary. I'm calling from Florida. Good evening to you. Hi, um, Mary. Hello. Yeah, hello, all. I've been struggling with my finances for quite some time. Um, I thought I was going to be making a move uh, to help me with that, but that hasn't transpired. And I've also been working very hard to get my car fixed uh, to working order and uh, to the uh, <laughs> the finances have just really snowballed to where I'm not moving in any direction. So I guess I want to see if you see that improving and I'll be able to do some of the things I have uh, in my mind to do. Well, my dear, what I'm what I'm hearing is that because you've been afraid and and I understand but because you've been afraid it's caused you to contract whenever we're afraid um we get smaller when we're happy we expand and when we trust the universe, trust the universe. so um so you know are you familiar with the course in miracles have you ever heard of those oh yeah 
Yeah, I'm okay. very much uh, yeah. involved in Because I'm, okay. I'm seeing you taking the Course in Miracles and just opening it up. And mm-hmm. instead of doing like the daily reading, like everyone in the whole world is on whatever day this is, the you know 80th day of the year or whatever, instead just open the Course in Miracles and start to say, miracles are my divine right. Miracles, um, I'm willing to receive miracles each and every day. It feels like someone's going to fix this car for like a fourth of what you've been bid, quoted or something. Someone's just going to show up and say, I can do it. I can do it for less. Um, well, but what's somebody kind of... We've got somebody kind of that just came up unexpectedly, but they've been so busy. But I'm wondering if that's the one you're referring yeah. to. It's just yeah. that they're pretty busy. Yeah. So but maybe. You, yeah, but this is the thing. If you can get past the fear, this is what's holding you back, and start to trust again and start, like, knowing that miracles or or when we're not having miracles, we're out of vibrational alignment with the universe. It's normal. And then the other card here is call on your healer guides. So we all have different healer guides. I talk to Ganesha. I talk to um, Archangel Michael and Gabriel. Those are my big ones that I go to. Yeah, I I have them. I've been working working on my cat with Raphael and Gabriel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But but now work on you with that. Work on you with that. Oh, I have that. Believe me, I need that, too. Right. So the final card for you um, is 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 a goddess Sheila Nagig, which is an opening of the highest order. Like you felt like a little dark cloud was over you for a little while, but the sun's going to come through. And once you're driving in your car with ease and pleasure, and you start having these miracles, the miracles can be as simple as this guy showing up. That's a miracle. Now you just yeah, have to trust that. Yeah, and you just trust. We've had about six the, different ones that have disappeared. They started oh a little work and then they disappeared. So <laughs> that's that's kind of when the far. fear starts creeping up, you know. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay, but these cards are all these are, cards are all good, and um, we're going to go to the next person because we have several people. But Miriam, seriously, just open the course of miracles anywhere. It's going to start inspiring you um, in, in a different way. So you're doing okay. all the right things. You're doing all the right things. Just hold space a little longer, and um, and good luck. Okay. Okay. okay thanks a lot. Thank you You're very, very much, welcome. Lady. You're very welcome. Good evening. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. So, Christine, we um we have three minutes. I know that's not much time. Okay. I think we are going. I don't know what state we're going to. I'm trying to get the people who have been waiting the longest. So we're not going to go to um. Nine one seven. I think we're going to New York. Nine one seven five three eight. Are you um Are you there? Yes. Okay. Your first name and your question and where you're calling from. Okay. Uh, my first name is Anna. Calling from New York. And my question and is, uh, yeah, my question is, I have a meeting with my um with the job that I work with tomorrow uh, Monday. And uh, I'm wondering, like, is there going to be, uh, do I, how is this meeting going to go? Is it going to be, like, am I going to, do I want to continue to stay there? Okay. Christine, do you, do you want me to take it or you want to? Um, well, I'll, I'll just jump in a little bit and then you can maybe pull some cards and see what's yeah. happening. But I would say, you know, do you feel like this, do you feel like you want to be there? Because if you, if you want to be there and you want mm-hmm. to continue, the option is open and you can stay. 
but you have to really commit and, and find that passion and joy for what you're doing. And, or, you know, if you, the job itself you don't necessarily enjoy, maybe finding something to find the light in it. Um, you know, I have a corporate right. job that allows me the time and space to do astrology. And so I, I'm grateful for that. So finding something there that can be a light. Um, okay. Do you yeah. feel like you have that? I mean, um, I feel like I was transferred too many times for this last job feels like I'm starting at the bottom of my career. Like I feel like other people are telling me what to do, whereas like before I was doing everything myself. And that's mm-hmm. kind of hard for me, feels like. Yeah. So I don't know that you're staying at this job. I think for right now it's serving its purpose, but um, I'm going to yeah. read the cards because we're we're ready to the this going to go nine five oh, seconds yeah. in a second. Okay, so the main thing for you, my dear, is get grounded and centered, and I see you using the jade crystal or citrine to get grounded yeah. and centered, and you got the money card here. It's just it's saying the universe is open to um is pouring out its abundance. You be be, be open to it. So yeah. get grounded before you go in on Monday and really receive what they have to say, but keep your ears open for something better. You're you're like you you're ready for something a little more challenging with more money. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're not okay. ready me for too. what I have to say because they're not ready. For, they don't even know what I'm going to say. They think they have something, but they're let them yeah. hear what I have to say. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like then they'll know yeah. what's really going on and how poorly they're really treating people so i'm ready yeah, for that but, i can't wait okay well get grounded <laughs> before you go in that's the clue right now for you is to just stay grounded because um and then use that heart yeah. energy that christine was talking about okay well thank you all and we will be back on the air again as i said the final thursday of february christine thank you and thank you for giving all thank the you, listeners the, the discount and um yeah, happy this is our first, first show of the year so here we go. <laughs> okay. Yay, All right. Thanks. Thank you, Christine. Okay. Everyone have a great Bye. week, and um, we'll talk to you. I'll be back on the air next week. Um, just go to the Spirit Seeker site, and you'll see the radio show. Okay. All right. Wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Good night, everyone. Bye.